it's a mixed reaction to the government's announcement um, regarding the new traffic light system and the months ahead. I think we all have to accept that there's a big slab of uncertainty that comes with COVID-19. Um, and this morning I see the Prime Minister offering no guarantees that Aucklanders will be able to leave Auckland over the Christmas period, even if they reach that 90% golden vaccination target. But Hannah McQueen from Enable Me has been um, running her eyes over some of the detail in the plan, and she's with us this morning. Kia ora. Good morning. So what did you make of the government's big announcement? Uh, well, to quote my grandmother, a dog's breakfast, um, no one seems to know the definition of the plan. I still don't know uh, when businesses can open in Auckland. I'm assuming it's going to be mid-December, but no one calls out that date specifically, at which point we may be moving to a red light system. We absolutely will be able to spend time with our family at Christmas, provided they're in a bubble in Auckland. So, dog's breakfast. Yeah. Well, well, I I know a lot of people have been confused by it. Certainly the timeline from here isn't clear, and I know the government would say that depends a lot on vaccination rates in all DHBs. What did you make of the support package for businesses? Uh, Too little, too late. But under most Stockholm Syndrome scenarios, you're so appreciative to get anything that you will gratefully take it. I think there is a a misunderstanding around what small business needs at the moment. Yes, it is great that uh, we can throw them a bone of another few hundred dollars a week and there may be a transitional payment to our traffic light system, which in principle has been approved, but no details. Uh, There may be, well, there is going to be mental health something, a budget being assigned, but no detail around that. So, Let's explain what businesses need. They need to be open. So what, that, what, what this announcement has said is that uh, in the middle of December, at the earliest, if we're all double-jabbed in Auckland, they will be able to open. Well, what does that mean? That means their Christmas rush they don't get. What does that mean? They don't have the cash to buy their stock to trade. What does that mean? Well, they don't, it doesn't actually mean much now because they don't know when they will be able to trade. And... I'm seeing these businesses. I have one, one client, and to be fair, most of my clients actually benefit from these uncertain times, but there are some that don't, right? And in my situation, um, I'm pretty fortunate. I've assumed that my children won't learn anything for the end of the year, and we've kind of <laughs> degraded ourselves into a student flat situation in the McQueen household. And I'm probably working 60 hours a week, but I'm fortunate. I'll tell you some examples of clients that aren't fortunate. A 67-year-old lady who is a beautician, for every month of lockdown that she can't trade, Mm. that is annihilating six months of her retirement savings. This is devastating. She doesn't have a date when she can open. Mm. She has a pathway to a possible date that has a colour attached to it. That is not a plan. That is not a plan. But anyway, I'll give you another example. A client spent $300,000 buying a a cafe restaurant two years ago. They can't trade. They're $150,000 in debt, and that is growing. And their their landlord is trying to give them subsidies. They can't cope. They have the option now of selling their home, ending up with nothing, still being in debt, or trying to borrow from a second-tier lender because the bank won't give them more money, and in borrowing from a second-tier lender, they can pay that debt back over the next years, provided they can work at 100% capacity. Mm. That, that's the problem. Or then we talk about another client who's in their 30s who's tried to build their business, who fortunately doesn't have overhead because they're at home. Every contract in the last 12 months has been cancelled 
and he is, he is able to, I guess, indulge himself in that flexibility because his wife is working. But she's pregnant and she's about to go on maternity leave. So let's talk about these people, Jack. And we need people like you to be talking about these people <laughs> because this isn't cool. This isn't cool anymore. And they need a voice. And we need to give them a voice. And unfortunately, this traffic light system is an insult to small businesses. Hannah, how do you really feel? (laughs) 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 I am ropeable. I got home last night uh, because most people who are able to trade, right, they're having to, you know, work very long hours just to try and meet the requirements of business. But I got home last night and I think I'm a fairly intelligent person, certainly at least average intelligent. Mm. And I looked at these announcements because I hadn't, uh, I wasn't available to uh, waste an hour of my life listening to them live. And I had to read five uh, commentaries on these announcements to try and understand what they were trying to say. I called up three members of my leadership team to say, so I don't quite get it. (laughs) And basically, all these announcements do is give give the government permission to push us up levels. They don't tell us how we go down levels. They don't tell us how we transition. That's not okay. And to be 10 weeks into this, nightmare of a short and sharp lockdown and to then have a plan that could come into effect in 10 more weeks is an indictment it's just not okay (laughs) but anyway we'll survive won't we because that's all we can do and i i mean i tip my hat to aucklanders i think that the vaccine rates are incredible and the way that we are just kind of bumbling along is pretty cool, but I think we probably need the Oxford Dictionary to define some of these clauses that the government use because the definition of a plan requires targets, milestones and clear off-ramps, and we don't have that.